Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Project Mindy. Episode two of the Mindy Project is called Hiring and Firing, and it's the first real episode of the series after the pilot. Um, By the title, you can see it mostly centers around the workplace. So let's dive in. We open with Mindy on the subway, opining about the relationships behind her. Um, This scene really just reminds me how much I miss riding the subway, which I haven't done since April. Um, I usually don't people watch as much as Mindy because you might end up catching the eye of some creep. But I do like eavesdropping on other people's conversations, which I'm sure she does too. Um, Danny is standing next to Mindy on the subway, so I don't know if the show addresses exactly where Mindy lives. I'm gonna guess, like, some trendy part of Soho, and their offices are, I'm guessing, in Midtown. I don't know where Danny lives. Um, Mindy says that she can't not see someone she knows on the subway and not say hi. So presumably she just ran into Danny on the subway. Um, I definitely see people I know on the subway and I don't say hi because I don't remember their name or I'm not having good hair day or something. Um, so Mindy's outfit in this scene is adorable She's wearing like a red skirt, a polka dot white top, a blue cardigan. I like to think Mindy Lahiri mixes high and low in her outfits. Um, I can see her fighting with a teenage girl at Forever 21 over some sexy top, but also buying an expensive Chanel bag. Mindy Kaling used to have a blog, uh, like a blog spot or something called Things I've Bought That I Love. Um, She posted on it years ago when I think she was just a writer starting out on The Office. Um, It was really funny and it featured a lot of fun products that I don't think she received any money for. It was just for fun. Um, I wish she would start it again. I'd love to read it. So Mindy's at the office and she starts filling the girls in on a guy she met at a bookstore this weekend. And I really miss browsing in bookstores like The Strand. I feel that's what this store is supposed to be based on since Mindy wants to buy a tote bag, which The Strand is famous for. I have a million of those tote bags and they hold up really well and have really great designs. The Strand is sadly in financial trouble right now since they depend a lot on in-person shopping and author visits. So if you want a great tote bag or you want to support an independent bookstore, you can visit strandbooks.com and buy a tote. So Mindy says that she she saw Seth Meyers at the bookstore, and I'm just calling him Seth Meyers. He's not playing himself, obviously by the bags and she strikes up a conversation, which is very daring of Mindy. I think she would wait for a guy to start the conversation. And I'm going to address a common concern of the show that Mindy Lahiri only dated white guys. Mindy Kaling addressed this in interviews at the time and said the show was meant to reflect her real dating life and that Indian guys didn't approach her in real life, uh, only white guys did. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong with dating white guys. They're great. I don't think it's how she would cast a show today. 
And you can see this in her recent projects like Never Have I Ever on Netflix, which features a very diverse cast. Mindy in this scene has her handbag on the front desk when she's talking to the girls about uh, Seth Meyers. So I can only guess it's meant to be noticed. It's beautiful, like a baby blue. It looks like it could be a Birkin or at least that kind of style. I don't know anything about fashion and I get all my fashion knowledge from the Real Housewives. Yo, so you can school me uh, on Instagram at Project Mindy if you know what kind of handbag this is. So this weekend, Seth Meyers and Mindy went out for frozen yogurt after meeting at the Strand. And I guess it's supposed to be cute that Mindy keeps complaining about the flavors and makes him go back to get new yogurt. But I would find that annoying. Um, Of course, pink berry key lime pie isn't going to taste like real key lime pie. Go to butter and scotch and just get the real thing. But I don't know if Mindy Lahiri ever goes to Brooklyn in the show. So maybe she never goes to Butter and Scotch. And Danny has to chime in their conversation because he loves Mindy and he's jealous of this other guy. And he asks how much time this random guy has on his hands. And I have to agree with Danny. I might cut this impromptu date short so the guy wouldn't think I was a loser and had nothing else to do. I feel like Mindy Lahiri has lots of interesting excuses to get her out of things. Mindy mentions Reese Witherspoon, which I love because Mindy and Reese are IRL friends right now after meeting um, during A Wrinkle in Time. Reese leaves really sweet comments on Mindy's Instagram posts, and I think it's very cool that Mindy Kaling is actually friends with her now. Mindy goes back into doctor mode when she confronts the nurse, Beverly, for her general incompetence and insubordination and maybe taking blood vials home. So she talks to the other doctors, and they agree that Jeremy will fire Beverly and Mindy offers to hire a new nurse. Next scene, BFF Gwen makes another appearance. She meets Mindy for lunch. Mindy is dressed up as the business bitch, office reference there. She's wearing a black skirt and a gray sort of bustier with the front zipper. It looks great on her, but I love her in jewel tones. Dark skin looks lovely in colors, but office clothes are so often black and gray. Um, Maybe because white women look better in those colors. And that's what society is based on. I have so many navy and gray dresses I wore when I worked in formal environments and not enough bright colors. While Mindy is at lunch, Dr. Shulman approaches Danny in his office. And Danny's kind of pouting after the conversation in the morning. And he reminds Danny that the practice used to just be the two of them, but they decided to expand, and that means letting other other doctors make decisions like Mindy hiring a nurse. I had forgotten about this, but it makes sense that as... Mindy is taking her professional life more seriously. 
She also somewhat recently, I think, made a big jump professionally as a partner in a private practice, which is a big deal. Danny complains Mindy might hire someone like herself because being interested in celebrities makes you stupid, I guess. Danny must have forgotten the compliment he gave Mindy last episode. So, of course, Dr. Shulman gives Danny permission to oversee Mindy's hiring decisions. This all feels very mansplainy, and I hate it. Danny sees Mindy interviewing a very cute, bubbly, talkative nurse, and he decides that he, because he's a smart, practical man, needs to step in and stop this. Mindy and Danny sort of spar in front of Dr. Shulman, and he says they have to work together. They make a joke about terrorists. I'm not going to repeat. Not worth it. Meanwhile, Jeremy keeps trying to fire Beverly, but she's not taking the hint. They're in a park together, and she instead thinks he's coming on to her, which, go Beverly. Jeremy is hot, and he has a British, British accent, so check, check. Predictably, Mindy and Danny are arguing while interviewing another candidate, and we see that although... Danny thinks Mindy has too many opinions on trivial things. That's a characteristic they actually have in common, and it's the basis for a lot of their fights, like the one they're having now about celebrating birthdays. We see a series of other candidates. Some are overtly Mindy-style, others are Danny's. And, of course, they start fighting again in front of the most qualified candidate. And she's disgusted. And she walks out and says she never wants to work there. (laughs) So, because of their issues, Mindy and Danny decide to pretend to be friends to appease Dr. Shulman. Because neither of them wants to look bad in front of the big boss. And that's another similarity they both have. Um, They are both overachievers and they both want to be the best at their job. So they're not so different after all. Their next candidate is a guy named Morgan. He's wearing a blue tracksuit, not exactly business professional. He right off the bat admits he was in prison. He used to sell cards, steal cars, And Mindy and Danny both agree he's not right for the job. But I have watched a lot of television sitcoms. So I know that this guy might seem weird, but he just might end up the one. Hint, hint. Even though Danny and Dr. Shulman underestimate Mindy earlier in the episode... She is the one who takes it upon herself to actually fire Beverly, since Jeremy is too nice and too British to just tell her straight out. She clearly tells Beverly the reasons she's being fired, and in response, Beverly punches her in the face. Sometimes on TV, they dial down the gore, but Mindy looks pretty bloody. Everyone seems grossed out and kind of scared the 
Dr. Shulman, Danny, the receptionist, um, but Morgan, who hasn't left yet, earlier he asked to use the bathroom, he is the one who steps in and calms Mindy down. And uh, he calms her down enough to snap her nose back into place. I don't know the medical term for that, but I, I think you get the gist. And so we see that Morgan, for all his oversharing and general inappropriateness, he also has something in common with Mindy, which is he can get the job done when no one else can, which is a valuable skill. Mindy immediately hires Morgan, despite Danny's doubts. Morgan is played by Ike Barinholtz, and he makes a great addition to the show, and he ends up becoming one of its strongest characters. Ike is also hilarious on Mindy's social media, and he always leaves comments accusing her of not returning his calls and generally ignoring him. So check him out, because he's really funny. The episode ends as it began with Mindy and Danny together on the subway. So maybe they do live in the same area? I'm sure it gets cleared up. Mindy is wearing a nose splint and she says that society prefers white women with perfect noses, which is another area of the show that is problematic and it was considered problematic at the time as well. Mindy Lahiri makes a lot of comments about how she thinks white women are beautiful and she wants to look like one. And honestly, it was disheartening for me at the time to see someone who looked similar to me and just like I did, maybe struggled with wanting lighter skin and feeling like I wasn't pretty because South Asian actresses at the time and still now almost all have very light skin. Colorism, of course, exists in all cultures, and the issue has slowly been gaining awareness recently. And I know Mindy was criticized for this at the time, and it's just another writing choice I'm sure she wouldn't make today. So back to the subway. Mindy looks really cute in just a gray hoodie and her scrubs. She's usually dressed up and heavily styled on the show, but she looks great in just casual clothes with her hair down. Mindy tries to embarrass Danny by insinuating that he is her alcoholic husband and he's the one who broke her nose to the other passengers on the subway. But the show ends sweetly with them sitting next to each other, just riding the subway. So that was episode two. It was a good setup to the workplace dynamics, an introduction to new characters, and it had a healthy dose of offensive by 2020 standards jokes. So what else do you need from an episode? Thanks for listening, everyone. Please visit my Instagram at Project Mindy and let me know what you think. See you next time. Bye.